We are Julie and the podcasters, Angie, Essie, Inga and Lila, and today we're live reacting to Finally Free, episode 6, season 1, written by Sean W. Cunningham and Mark Dworkin, I hope that was right, and directed by Kristen Hengi. I'm Inga. I'm Lila. I'm Angie. And I'm Essie. I'm not good at pronouncing last names, obviously. We all have the issue. <laughs> Leila, your favorite episode is here. Are you excited, excited. for this? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. I was like, Saturday or Sunday, because it's Saturday, Sunday. The weekend can't come soon enough. I'm so excited. <laughs> so we had quite kind of a lot of feedback um, from, from Kay on Tumblr. And I, it was like 25 messages. So I'm not going to read all of them. Should I read like a few? Or should we just tell the listeners to go check our Tumblr to read all of them? Kay even has a tag now. So if you go to the tag, um, Kay reacts to the podcast, you um, can see all of my messages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can work either way. If people just want to go check the tag, that's fine. She does leave a lot. And I don't want us to take up all of our time today reading through the whole tag. But again, slander oh, against yeah, me. Yeah. I prove my innocence. We let sleeping <laughs> dogs uh, lie. Let's not bring this back. I'm innocent. I'm a bystander. Just go, if you're interested, go to check our Tumblr. There's, it's, it's very funny. I had a lot of fun reacting, like answering all 25 of them. It took me a while. All right, so I guess I'll start, maybe. Let's see if I can do this. Oh, Julie, how nice of you to join us. I'm so sorry, overslept. Take your spot. So, why didn't you wake me up? I missed my first three classes. Good read. You said you were never gonna show your face at school again. And I'm a very little person. Read that. It's okay. So stupid ghosts that I'm really upset at. I'd kill them if they weren't already dead. Right, sorry. X-band. Down in the leg. I'm so messed up. I thought they were in this with me. But obviously I was wrong. And speaking of cute, have you talked to Nick today? He was pretty chatty at the dance. No, and I'm kinda dreading it. At least I know I won't see him in this class. I'm sorry. Don't leave me, please. Hey. Hey, you. So ladies, let's do what we learned last week. And we will perform this with the boys this Friday. Let's do it again. Halftime, no music. You ready for this? Sure. My little sister throws a lot of princess dance parties. Five, six, seven, eight. Not so bad, Your Majesty. Thank you. And torso. So I always skip this part, I'm going to be honest, just because I just... I don't know. I feel like it's still cringy and like, I just don't like them <laughs> together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just doesn't, doesn't really work. The two of them. It's that in this part, you could literally see her crush on Nick just dissipate. It's like, oh, it doesn't exist anymore. It's just so awkward. He's just trying to keep conversation with her. Like they're practicing at the, when the team joins the dance class. And it's just like, she's like avoiding talking to him as much as she can. It's just so awkward. It really is. And I mean, they, he de- he's definitely not learning the dance step. Yeah, he's going on. He's just talking. I'm like, oh, I'll let her get her dance on. Flynn was like, I'm speaking of cute. And then like said Nick's name. And I was like, Flynn, I don't think you should like accurate cute with Nick. I mean, he's. Like just from his looks, he's not not cute, but yeah, not he's not not look levels. It's so painful to watch. Oh my god! And then and wait until we get to the perfect harmony, John. That's, oh my goodness, that's gonna kill me. Oh, yeah, <laughs> don't mind me. All right, let's get through these first. Okay. If I didn't talk about it, it'd be like it never happened. You'll be fine. Okay, you're tough. You've been through way worse. <sighs> Breathe. Whoa. Um. Sorry. I... Good. Once more with music. I'm just. I'm I nice. forgot he compares. Like <laughs> not dancing at the dance. Not not nope. singing at dance with right? her mother. Right. He did. He went there. He's like, you've been through worse. Excuse me. Who are you to tell me that I've been through worse? Comparing the death of my mom to uh, a performance mishap at a school dance. Nick is so lucky I was not in there. I would have. <laughs> I would have screamed. I'm like, girl, why is that me? Like, oh my God. Please look so cute in this. And I just always skip this thing because I'm like, it's just, uh, I, I can't stand to see it anymore. <laughs> I don't know if it's like your hate on Nick, Layla, like permeating on me every time I rewatch this or, if, but like, it just Nick's is not a great character. Like he just doesn't have a lot for him going. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I agree. And we never will. We broke up. Oh, you did. 
I'm done with the drama. I don't know if you noticed, but she's not the nicest person. What? I never noticed. Do be my dance partner. Let's just go over it again. We'll get it eventually. To be honest, like, why is he dancing in his socks on the gym floor? That there was, it's not no surprise that he slipped. Was he? I never noticed. Um, I usually don't pay attention, but I always wondered how he slipped. For like an athlete, I would think he would be more graceful because athletes are supposed to be graceful, balanced. I was like, mm, Nick, not a good athlete either. He can't dance. He does not hold the candle to Luke. Come on now. Nothing compares. He's not even on the same level. And Luke is dead. So the only thing he got on him is a beating heart. And that's not even doing much for him. It's embarrassing. Frankly, yeah, I'm not going to say more. I'm not trying to diss this kid. We're not going to see him ever again. I feel like this is gonna going to be, we have to call this the Nick bashing episode or something. It's going to keep going. Uh, I don't think it's worth it. He doesn't deserve that. Yeah, that's entitled random blonde kid that shows up in scenes sometimes. Yeah, exactly. I think he had more scenes in like episode five than this one, if I'm remembering right. Now that's a good pick. Is this what we're here for? To watch people take pictures of food? It's fun. Watch this. People never stop looking at their phones. App. And Luke said something about this place being a hot spot for music industry people. Boys, Bina Ghost definitely has its privileges. I just wrote our names on the playlist for tonight. I'm getting a little worried about him. He keeps forgetting that Julie quit the band and that she's gonna come back just as soon as she knows we have a great gig. But if she doesn't come back, let's not forget, we do have somewhere else we can play. Can't eat pizza. Dude, I know it was awesome to be seen by lifers at Caleb's party, but, but we got this with Julie, and we don't need him. Oh, oh it's the same thing again. Okay. But you think something's wrong with us? Yeah, yeah, we ate 10 pounds of pizza yesterday without a stomach. I'm sure it's just our bodies working through. So we're just gonna forget about getting back at Trevor? That jerk stole our music. And he has to live with that guilt. It's just like what Julie said, we have a new band, a new sound. Okay, that's what we should be focusing on. No, isn't that Willie? Hello, William. Caleb, hi. I'm, I was actually just checking on the boys for me. How is my band doing? Well, they're flickering, just like you wanted them to. And Ghost's not One. sweat because it looks like he would be so oh, incredibly hot William. in that outfit in LA. The next time you want to check on the boys for me, let me know. Yeah, yeah my bad. You do love skating the streets of Hollywood, but I hate to have to take that away from you. We're sorry, so sorry. We're super duper crazy stupid sorry. In case you missed it, we're really sorry. Yeah, I, I got that part. We've been here for like three hours. Yep. We almost sent you, little brother. But Julie, it wasn't okay that we flaked on the dance last night. We know we let you down. Yeah, and, and none of us wanted to disappoint you. And you're the best thing that's happened to us since we became ghosts. So in hopes that you rejoin the band, we booked a new gig. So this means a lot to you, huh? Kind of how playing in front of my whole entire school meant a lot to me. Sounds like sarcasm. I'm starting to think our plan isn't working. We know we messed up, but we need you in the band. Of course you do. Because without me, no one can see you guys playing. You know, I thought that the music that we were writing was special, but you're too obsessed with your past to even care. I do care. Our band has a real chance at greatness. I'm not gonna let that get away from us again. Uh-huh, right. So then why did you bail on me to get back at Trevor? I'll tell you why. Because there's only one thing that you care about, and that's yourself. Dude, she didn't mean it. Where's he going? What do you think? Remember what today is? Um, one comment, this is not about the scene, but what you quickly mentioned earlier about if Caleb is hot in his all black outfit with the layers, with this like super sunny outside. I would like to imagine that he is and he's just sweating, but he's trying to keep up the aesthetic. So he's just there like trying to be all professional and then like the second that he disappears, he's like, I'm dying inside. I would love that. 
probably. I mean, with with the 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 suit and the cravat like all up close to his to his um neck, that looks so uncomfortable and hot, especially compared to Willie wearing t-shirts and shorts. Yes, he does it for the drama. He does it for the effect. Why do we wear hoodies in the summer? Exactly. I just love it. I try not to second guess him, but if I saw him, if I was a living person and I just saw him walking around Hollywood and something like that, I would just assume he's an extra on some show. I'm like, he just looks weird just walking around with a top hat on. I would probably compliment him because it looks very edgy and cute. Oh, let's talk about this. I'm so proud of Julie for standing up to herself against Hugh. This part always made me smile because even though they apologized, they still stood her up and she still she still demanded that they do more than just apologize because you can't just say sorry to someone and expect them to forgive you, especially when they need her as much as she needs them. It, it was I was really proud of her for standing up for herself. I mean, yeah, definitely. But I feel like just saying, no, I'm not going to play with you again kind of makes it difficult for them to show her that they are changing. Like, I, I get what you're saying and I definitely agree. But like at that exact moment, I don't really see what, sh- what chance, chance she's giving them to prove that they change. I think it's hard because like I get both points of like the perspective because obviously like I get why Julie feels the way she did because she literally told them like they made plans to be somewhere and then they bailed on her and so I totally understand that from the boys perspective I also like I and I get the fact that like their past like you can't just forget that like you know you can't just forget everything that happened to you beforehand so it's hard because like we're watching this thing between them and it's like I get both sides however both of them are valid Judy especially I feel like in this situation is valid to be mad at them and even though yeah it might not be the best thing saying like I'm not gonna play with you guys like we're not playing ever again or something she is valid to feel that way because of them bearing on her yeah I think that's a really big part why the show is so great that you can always see both sides of the argument like it, it just and, and they're both both sides are not perfect and both sides are not evil basically so that's that makes it more relatable I really love the three of them singing the I, I, I'm sorry thing though it's it's so cute it really was I mean the small effort was put in was cute and I could we know that they're genuinely sorry but from Julie's standpoint I just feel so bad for her. We saw what happened last episode. It was, especially after she told them don't exact revenge on Trevor. They just didn't listen. But again, they're teenage boys too. They're not mature enough to make their own decisions the right way either. So there's those both sides, you're like back and forth. And then you just end up like, I feel bad for both of them. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I think, I yeah, I think I would never fault Julie to be like that. Because I feel like, you know, I mean, she was... I mean, how must that have felt? Like, you humiliated in front of her entire school after she told them how important that was for her. And, you know, I'm like, yeah, I would also hold a grudge even if you apologize. Like, it's just going to take a while, you know? They can't just expect her to just be fine with that immediately after. And then especially when they're like, yeah, there's this is new, new gig. And I was like, um, yeah, after you freaking bail on the one that I got, like, how is your gig more important than the one that I book kind of thing, you know? So, I mean, yeah, obviously, I feel like she would, she was always going to forget, like, forgive them. It's just unrealistic to expect that to happen so soon. I'm not faulting her. I'm, I'm just saying, like, there's, there's, like, a tiny little thing where she could have, you know, given them a tiny bit of a chance. Or But it, it, it's really just me playing devil's advocate mostly. I definitely, she definitely has a point. She's completely valid in her feelings. That must have been, that must have sucked so much. Just, you know. I have a question for you guys. When the boys say, you know what day is today for Luke, did you guys have any guesses on what that day was before, like when you were watching the first time, if you remember? No, I had no idea what that meant. You know what today is. I was like, what the, what's that supposed to mean? Like, I had no idea. So, but then it, when it turned out to be his birthday, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. It's his birthday. So did you guys have any ideas or of what it was what did you think Angie um I think yeah I also had no idea what that meant I was like did I miss something you know I was trying like to to think of like the other episodes and I was like was there something there that I should have maybe paid more attention to <laughs> but yeah I don't think other than that I think Inga you wanted to say something yeah um, I definitely didn't think it was his birthday at first but I kind of remember thinking for a second like is it the anniversary of their death but then I was like no that that is that completely impossible they've been there for like a week or something well we know that's a bit more but still so I didn't know either yeah I had no idea um I think it's a nice thing the, the fact that people were surprised by it because it's not like it comes out of 
I mean, we saw it a bit like when he was like, who's Emily, you know? So it's not like it's completely like random, but it's also a very good like surprise to what I feel. Because the fact that they involved like all these storylines with the, not all these storylines, but the fact that they covered the fact that like the parents, you know, they had families before this. And like, obviously this will affect them dying, will affect them in some way. Um, I think that was very cool that they did that. You, uh, you got a second? Oh my gosh, you can't see us anymore. Right. Yep. Julie, please. I already told you that I'm done with the band. Yeah, we know. All right, but before you decide that forever, we just, we wanted you to know that Luke isn't as selfish as you think he is. Yeah, you've got him all wrong. You remember that song, Emily? Can we at least show you who that's actually about? So, Emily's his mom? Yeah. Yeah, Luke comes here a lot. He thinks we don't know, but... We've been following him. All he does is just hang out like this and watch them. They never really do anything, though. They're having cake. That's something. It's a, it's a birthday cake for Luke. I never knew Luke was hurting this much. It's even worse because when he died, he left on bad terms. His parents didn't want their 17-year-old in a rock band, so he just left. He never got the chance to make up with them. That's why Luke was so angry. If Trevor had given Luke credit for writing all the songs, then his parents would have known his dream was worth chasing. They would have been so proud. how bad it hurts whenever someone that should have had your back completely lets you down. We never meant to make you feel that way. Julie, we love our band. And Luke does too. Please give us another chance. Martin, Julie. Grab a guitar. We got work to do. What made you come back? I realized how important music is to all of us. And we've lost so much already. We can't lose this too. Thanks. All right, boss. Where we at? <laughs> oh, and by the way, happy birthday. <laughs> Let's go for the pre-chorus. One, two, three, four. Sorry, Lele, you can go, but I just want to say it's so sad. And it's like, I think I remember watching it, like, oh, this got deep quickly. Because <laughs> you watch it and you're like, oh, this is a fun kid's show. And then it's like, wait, no. So I just remember being like, very, yeah, this got my dad. Yeah, I was formulating my thoughts too. I was like, yeah, this is where we get the, because at first we get Julie's mom's death in the beginning. And then the rest is like teenage drama, teenage drama, teenage drama. You're reminded that the boys are actually little kids who died. And he misses his mom and dad. And I'm like, he misses his mom and dad. It just makes me so sad. It's just like, oh, we know this is fiction, suspense of belief. And that brings this little reality of children really needing their mom and dad. And it just really hurt my heart when I watched it for the first time. And I was like, oh, look, I love you even more. Just the, the tragedy of them having, like, never, that, that he never got to apologize to them, that they never made up, that just, you know, that's, that's, that's like a fear that many people have, not getting to say goodbye, not like having the last words you say to that loved one be angry ones. And that's just makes it even more tragic, the whole thing. And it was already tragic that they died so young. Yeah, it definitely adds to that. Because, like, I feel like, you know, he was just a rebellious teen, you know, he that left home and, like, obviously looked like, chasing his dreams because he never thought he wouldn't get the chance to go back home so that makes it uh, a thousand times sadder uh, yeah that reveal literally yeah punches you in the gut and like we find out so much at once like before that we didn't know that that he ran away we didn't know that he like what his relationship with the par his parents were we knew that like there was the one thing where he said they regretted buying me that first guitar but we didn't know anything else about his parents before that yeah, I think this episode also 
makes the uh, like stunt all like them appearing on stage even more believable or like even the first time they appear when they when she's singing wake up because that means that obviously in some way like they're connected to her that way too like whenever they, she sings they are like in a way being called out and that's why like they show up and wake up the first time and now here that's why Luke just appears while they're playing because Julie is playing you know Julie's the one singing and playing I feel like this was the episode that made me connect those dots on on the rewatch obviously not the first time I was watching it but like on rewatching that made me was like oh okay yeah there is a pattern there and clearly that's that kind of explains a little bit what happens in Stone Tall in Stone Tall and like why they show up what they do basically and I just always love that they have like the the unsaid Emily melody playing in that scene where Luke sits with his parents, which is also something that you don't notice until you rewatch it. What are you doing? Looking for those orb things. I'm telling you, this place is haunted. Every time I open my laptop, it's on some rock music site. And that ain't me. You know I'm all about the rap. Reggie. I'm just trying to protect you. Oh, I'd be careful in there. Dad has that look on his face, like when Google Maps tells him to turn on the wrong street. Care to tell me why you missed the first three classes today? I overslept at Flint's house after the dance. There was nothing going on in those classes anyways. It won't happen again. I promise. Okay, but if I know you missed class, it's only a matter of time before it. I came as fast as I could. Exactly. Julie, I will not let you fall into the gutter of life. Thea, I'm fine. I just overslept. And me and Dad already talked about it. You are far from fine, Sobrina. I called your teacher. She said you missed a calculus test. Carlos and this ghost hunting are just so cute. And the whole thing when he says, I'm just trying to protect you, it's just so adorable. It is cute. I just love Carlos. And I know no season two. But I was really looking forward to seeing more of him. He's such a sweet brother character. We never see a lot of sweet brother characters or sibling characters. He was one of the first, and I really love him. He's just so cute and adorable. And I and, and this this episode is my favorite for a reason because you can just see everyone's dynamic getting to it. When everyone's dynamics playing in place, especially when Tia comes in. At first when I saw her, I was like, Tia, you better not ruin this for Julie. Watching this again, I was like, someone has to be the responsible adult. Ray is too sweet. Someone needs to rule the house with an iron fist. And if it's Tia, so be it. So I just love everyone in that house. Every single person. To be honest, I kind of feel like probably Tia is, is more strict than Rose was. I can't really imagine Rose being like that. I mean, yeah, maybe. That's true. Um, she's, you know, she has to make up for that. So obviously she's just overdoing it a little bit. But also I feel like she's just, that's just how she is, you know, personality-wise, so. Yeah, I love all the scenes with, like, the family where they're all interacting. It's so funny. It's so good. So you can see that they all, like, genuinely care about each other. Yeah, and I never noticed what you later said. Uh, but yeah, I feel like we get everyone's dynamics in this episode, like in a way. So even Caleb and Tia and everyone who we haven't seen in a couple of episodes. And yeah, that's why it's a good episode. This is where you punish her. I know. Julie, no more going out on school nights. But dad, tonight. <clears throat> and go to your room. <clears throat> what else? And, and read, study, calculus, go, now. You know I'm only here to help, right? I know. And sometimes I look a little annoyed, but I do appreciate you. You need me to look after Carlos, don't you? Just a couple of hours. I mean, can I say something? Can I say something me? out of pocket? I thought they were going to set these two together. And I was so scared watching the show for the rest. I was like, do not put the sister with the husband together because that would freak me out. And they did it. Well, I don't know what they had planned for season two. I was worried. When I tell you my heart was beating, I was like, please don't make it a thing. Please don't make it a thing. And when we reached the final episode and it didn't happen, I was relieved. I was stressing. I was actually just thinking about on commenting um about commenting on on their relationship because I love how they're just like friends yes. and how they're, they're also like have a sibling dy dynamic and I just yes. actually at first like at um, in the first watch I wasn't completely sure if she was Rose's sister or Ray's sister. I mean in the first episode she says my sister wouldn't want this like for you guys to eat 
eat leftovers all the time right yeah i know i think it just in the first episode when i when i started watching it the first time i was still like eh, i don't know if i'm gonna watch this and i think at that point i just wasn't paying enough attention to really remember that completely okay that makes sense I was going to comment on something. Oh, yeah. On the fact that he's leaving for two hours. Where is he going? I, I feel like we never get an answer for that. And I'm just always salty about that. Yes. I, mean, I want to know where, where you went. I mean, we know where he like where he goes, but why does he go there, you know? Yeah, what's the connection? How, how, how are you there? Okay, we know why Julie's going. We know you end up there, but why are you there? Yeah, I mean, I don't really see it. I would say he knew that she was going to sneak out and was going to follow her, but I don't really know how he would have known that she was going to sneak out. She's not really the type to sneak out, and he didn't actually know for sure that she had plans. They were just there by coincidence, but what was he doing there? I don't know, and it's so weird. That's the one thing that I will, like... I will always wonder, like every time I rewatch, I'm like, why are you going there? Like, please explain to me how you end up at the same place at your as your daughter. How? <laughs> Do you know what this reminds me of? And is it Ginny and Georgia? Is that the show? There's like a thing. There's yeah, another place, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And there's a thing where there's also like the main cup. There's like the two people who are. There's like also the two like love triangle situation, but like one of them is like more cringy and sends like stuff like that to each other. And then the other one is the one that everybody actually likes together. That just reminds me of that. But yes, I don't know what Nick was thinking, but you know, you do you. Like that's why I'm like literally like there's nothing to compare. Like there's no triangle in my mind. Cause like Nick has nothing going for him. Not to be mean, but like <laughs> Yeah, no, and they're, they're... At, at first she had a crush on him and then she met Luke and then basically the rest of it was just like she was used to having a crush on Nick but it was basically over already oh this whole thing I don't think it's a triangle either <laughs> I feel like it's an AB conversation and uh Nick is just floating in the background it's just maybe if Luke was alive maybe in another world if he was alive and the boys could interact with each other I don't know Maybe that's where they were going to take it in season two because I felt like it. Even though she showed she wasn't interested and he still showed up at her house with flowers. I'm like, Nick, read the room. Go away. But... What are you guys doing? We're being classy. Why are you still here? We're going in like 20 minutes. I lied to my dad, so now I'm stuck in my room all night. Yeah, but we were just at the venue. I mean, it's packed, like VIPs, managers. It's kind of crazy. What are we going to do about my aunt? She's right downstairs. Your aunt. You're not taking the stairs. Okay, let me get dressed. I'll meet you guys there. Next up. Am I too late? Too early. Hope you all came to have a great time. <laughs> Dirty Candy? How's she get on the list? Her daddy probably made a call. I like this. Pretty flower. Thanks. It's a Dahlia. My mom's favorite. When I thought I walk in the room. Okay, sorry, but like it always bothers me that Flynn doesn't react when Julie's talking. Like, why wouldn't she at least like pretend like you know, I feel like if somebody talked, like I'd be like, oh, my immediate reaction would be at least to look at them before I realize, oh, they're not talking to me. But you know, I would immediately still turn around. And Flynn does nothing, even though Julie is the one talking, not the boy. So I'm always like, why doesn't she react? She's just yeah, hypnotized. And her character. She would be to be like, she's she's an overreactive person. So she would look around and say, oh, they're here? They're here? Because she's done it before. She's just chilling. And I'm like, girl, the best friend is talking to someone who isn't there. You're not going to ask if she's talking to you or not. 
she's she's to the no, I think we're gonna say the same thing. I was gonna say she's too distracted looking okay. Exactly, that was what I was gonna say. Only explanation. Okay, guys. When I grow up, I wanna be me, be me. I'm my uncle's just talking honestly. Must have won the lottery. Ain't no one as high as me. Stealing looks, it's robbery. Everywhere <laughs> I go, all eyes on me. Hey, um, I was just, I was just doing that for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can stop smiling now. I'm not gonna lie, that was kind of good. Yeah, I forgot why I hate her so much. Hi, girls. Um, isn't it past your bedtime? Now I remember. If you're looking for Nick, he didn't come. That's not why I'm here. I mean, we got to comment on Dirty Candy performance, I feel like, right? I just love Alex dancing with them. It's just, it's just so amazing. Just, I don't know. It's, it's perfect. It was such a good performance. And I, I, yeah, that was so much. I was thinking they should take Alex to like a, um, to like a drag show. I feel like he would love that. Like, he'd probably have so much fun. Absolutely. Oh, my God. <laughs> Absolutely. I can imagine. He'll have so much fun at a drag show. It's like a dirty candy performance, but times a hundred. I liked her song. I feel like I love pop music, so of course I'm a favorite dirty candy music because I love pop. But the girl needs to work on her lyrics. Maybe she could team up with Luke for one song. He can help her, give or take, make a hit single. But the energy is there. The look is there. The dancing is there. I love every second of it. I feel like a writing session between Luke and Carrie could possibly very easily end in disaster. It would be hilarious oh. to watch and I definitely want Luke's to see it. Luke's second murder. Yeah. <laughs> she would want to rhyme all the time. He'd be like, but it's not always rhyming. And then she's like, it's my team, not yours. And then we fight. And I would love to see it. What a wild concept now that I think about it. All right. I want to see it too. They have such, they have such different ideologies. Re re like regarding music and who it's made for she would probably just want to make it for herself and spotlight and stuff and he's like but it's for the crowd and she's like but i'm singing it like i could just imagine them fighting over it and getting the work done i was also thinking while watching this how much of a roller coaster this episode is we go from being sad about like finding out like uh looks past and now like this dirty candy performance we're gonna see the band play and everything and you're like wow this literally went from like zero to a hundred every like all the time like it's li a little roller coaster yeah, yeah it's it pretty is. Long. um i know which because it's the other episode was like all in the two different places that were sudden but this one feels like especially long because of all the different stuff that happens in it all right now let's see let's hear finally free the night out with one more group julie and the fat ones <laughs> really yeah man my handwriting sucks <laughs> Hi, it's actually Julie and the Phantoms. Hearts on fire, we're no liars, so we say what we wanna say. I'm awakened, no more faking, so we push all the I'll make it cause I'm falling out there Close my eyes and feel my chest beating like thunder I wanna fly, come alive Watch me shine I got a spark in me Hands up if you can see You're a part of me Marching on
Thank you. With Julian the Phantoms. Tell your friends. I, I, I love how there's, when they are sharing the mic, Luke and, and Julie, um, the shot is framed in a way that the, the spotlight behind them is basically in the position where in, in romantic comedies or romantic movies, like the big kiss at the end is often set in front of the sun so that the sun is like shining between the two of them. And the spotlight here is exactly in that position for them. And that's really cute and kind of a really great way to to make it obvious that there is something between them. Not that they had to make it any more obvious because Luke's hard eyes are insane. Um, yeah, I noticed that. I love that so much. And also like the way that Alex and Jesse look afterwards, like, I feel like it also added to the effect of, yeah, like we all know there's definitely something going on now, but it's such a good song. I love it so much. And yeah, the Jew and the Luke moment is beautifully like framed and everything. And the vocals are amazing. So literally the best performance of my life i would pay so much money to watch this song live i love it so much it's just watching them perform this song particularly just i don't know it just makes me so happy i remember watching it like i wouldn't even move on to the next episode i would just keep re-watching this performance again and again and again i was like okay i have to move on to the next episode but it was just so good it feels like i can't stop smiling i just love it so much it just makes me so happy I'm so happy that we got to this episode and I'm here for it. It's just so good. Yeah, um, I really like this song. I don't, yeah, I don't remember what I thought of it the first time. I feel like I liked it, you know, but I feel like Bright and probably Age of Grey stand out a little more. But oh my God, I, yeah, I love it even more now. I feel like every time I rewatch it and like just the performance of itself, not even the song, you know, everything that happens there, it's really cute. Agreed. Like the first few times, I definitely noticed Edge of Grey and Bright and in my opinion, even stand tall more. But the more I watch it, the more I, I love Finally Free and just the, the dynamic between all of them. And I always really enjoy watching like the, the, the audience react and how you can see the, the record people just reacting to the to them. That's that's fun. I miss an audience like gasping when they show up or like when they leave. <laughs> even though we've only seen it like once with Bride, but I'm like, oh, we missed this for so many episodes. It's fun. <laughs> is Andy Parker from Destiny Management. She reps Sean, Selena, and maybe even Dirty Candy. Really nice to see you, Carrie. And very nice job up there, ladies. Hey, hey, whoever Carrie was trying to impress is coming this way. Oh, it's... She looks all business. Wait, who should do the talking? Right, Julie, Julie. Yeah. You've got this. Hi, I'm Andy Parker, and I would Julie. love to... Dad! It's time to go. Hearts on fire when no liars, so we say what we wanna say. Okay, that part annoyed me so much. I feel like the least you can do is get the person's number or card. Be like, hey, I have to go. Can I have your information? Because the fact that they got the and then obviously the next episode that was like, okay. Like I get also get why he was mad, like he was completely valid to be mad. But I'm just saying that he could at least have been like, hey, can I have your info so we can stay in touch? Anyway. Yeah. This is like the only episode that finishes way too fast, even though so many things happen at once. Highs, lows, um, excitement. And then just when you need it, it just gets cut off like a cliffhanger ever. So you're like, oh my God, Ray, you had one job. You could have waited three seconds until after she spoke to Andy. It was so, I'm like... I was screaming at my laptop probably at 3 a.m. I was like, this is not the way it's supposed to go. I was so excited for them, too. Ah, the show. Uh, like, I, I mean, wouldn't say anything to see it for the first time. He obviously waited until they finished their performance because later he has an earworm of, of Finally Free, so he must have heard it. Couldn't he have waited like three minutes longer so that they could have had that conversation? Was it really so important to do that now? Oh, my Lord. This is so good. Once again, why was Ray there? That, that and the back. fact that they didn't get a car from her is are the th things that annoy me the most this episode. I feel like not not knowing why he's there and why didn't they get a car. I think, I feel like if I was that person, like the management person, I would be like, hey, please take my car. I know you don't have the time, but like, call me. Because like, don't you want this kind of artist? Like, yes. just hang with them. So I'm like, I would give them my car, even if they didn't ask for one. So like, I'm like, why didn't they get a car? <laughs> I would have chased them down with my car. I'm like, here, take it, take it, take it. I would have, like, went to Flynn. I'm like, take it. Like, you can see Flynn. Give it to Flynn. 
I mean, I guess since that obviously the, the fact that her dad showed up proved that she's underage, even though that was um, probably obvious beforehand. And for for Andy now must seem like her dad is not supportive of her music and probably wouldn't want her to sign any co- sort of deal. So maybe that was why she didn't. But I don't know. That's like the most logical explanation I can come up with on the spot. <sighs> Do we even see Andy ever again? I don't remember seeing her again. I mean, no. They... I don't remember. Next episode is Edge of Great. They do. Uh, they record a, a video, but I don't think we get, we see Andy. And then she performs at I forget the place called. Oh my god, I'm such Your a bad film. stand. Yes, and we don't see her again. I'm like, okay, well, where is she? Obviously, Julie's making headlines. Um, where's the support? We need it. She was gonna be a a regular in season two. Possible. <laughs> yes, it would have been so nice. The scene where Carrie talks to her it's just like i mean props to carrie carrie kudos that she that she did, did that i would have never been able to do that but it's also really cringe and kind of awkward to watch that oh yeah the way she rejected her friend. like it's obvious that they've been like that she knows the family so carrie probably just seems like oh yeah like you know she was okay she's like the daughter of one of like my friends or whatever so it'd be nice but yeah i mean it just it seems like she was just like you did great carrie but that's not why I'm here. Exactly. Poor Carrie. But at the same time, how are you going to compare it to Julie's performance? You can't. You cannot compare the two. It's just, one was elevated. It was really elevated. Especially because she didn't even see the best part with Alex dancing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let, let Julie get a ghost. I mean, Carrie. Carrie should get a ghost of her own. Yeah, this episode was so good. I mean, I feel like we have literally, all great episodes after this, you know? Yeah, it's like literally left me speechless. I would usually have something to complain about right about now, and I have nothing to say. Speechless, it's great. It's good from start to finish, exactly how I want an episode to go. The only tiny little complaint I would have is it didn't have enough Willy, but that's that's about it. Yeah, it's true. We did not see him enough. But I honestly don't know how they would have managed to cram him in there as well, because the episode was really really full for the short amount of time that they always have yeah i think they threatened him early in the episode so risking getting caught near them again i feel like it's too much we saw a lot of like caleb and willie last episode so maybe that's why because so like this episode we can focus more on like the other characters um but yeah i mean if there was like a perfect episode yeah if they just added more willie they took out the neck (laughs) they made um, they took out the last part where she didn't get the card, whatever. That would have been the best option. Well, he should have, for some unexplained reason, showed up at that cafe as well. I mean, if Ray can show up without an explanation, why can't Willie? Exactly. He should have just like, appeared in the corner and just disappeared. Oh my goodness, Willie. Breaking the rules is supposed to be a thing. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else to say and I can't think of anything. <laughs> Oh, I have something. Um, the vocals on Finally Free are so good, and I don't think I realized how good they were. But it's because, like, watching it the first time, I'm like, oh, this song is a bop, you know? But, like, re-watching it and, like, knowing the actors and stuff now, I'm like, how can you sing that well? So impressive and so cool. Exactly. You're like, this, all of this is coming from a 15-year-old child. I'm impressed. Yeah, and, and uh, the casting people just really did a great job finding the four of them together and, like, making them a band. It's just perfect. I still can't get over I still can't get over band boot camp. How they actually put them through that for a TV show. I was like, they put so much effort to make sure they work together as a band. And we couldn't even it's get to oh, Don't even remind me. We were ha- so happy. Why would you we get back into ranting territory? I can't help it. I am upset. I am upset every time I think about how good they are. I think about how I'm never going to see them again. Uh, depression. It's my it's my depression era. It's starting all over again. I mean, there was another watch party, a JTP watch party yesterday, and apparently um, it trended on Netflix again in a bunch of countries. We keep showing Netflix, hey, hey, we're still here. All my hope is on yeah. like the other Netflix, Disney Plus. Come on, you can do it. It's perfect for you. And it's, it's, it seems to be Disney Plus show anyway. So like, you might as well. It does. Move it to Disney Plus. At least uh, all I ask is for one more season. Wrap it up. I don't know how you're going to do it. Um, Do more than nine episodes. Make it work. Make Very it work. least, yeah. One more season. Come on. Like, 
it can't just end here. Like, that's not fair. Not to the fans, not to the cast, not to the crew. It's just not fair. On another topic that comes up quite a lot, I actually started Shadow and Bone. <gasps> you did? The show or the book? The book as an audiobook. You, you guys told me I should read the book first, or in this case, listen How to the book you first, like so it? I did. How do you like it? How do you like it? I like it. I like it so far. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to listen to more of it. I'm probably going to listen to quite a bit of it tomorrow on the train ride. But yeah, I, I like it. It's so good. It is the book to read. When people say it's amazing, they're not lying. It's the, one of the overhyped books that live up to the, the energy and the love that it receives. Really? Me still not reading the books. <laughs> I watched the I show. You, send me your Amazon <laughs> wish list. I'll buy it for you. It doesn't cost that much. Really? Hmm. I might take you up on that. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm Please never going to buy them. Send me the me. link. Send me the link. <laughs> I'm not going to buy them for me. Amazon, I won't, I won't see nothing. I'll just say, buy for Angie. Put it in your basket. I'll buy. I got paid like two days ago. Let <laughs> me buy you the look. Oh, man. Listen, yeah. I, I have adult money. I don't know how to access it anymore. So I just buy Shadow and Bone or Six of Crows for anybody I could find. I'm like, this looks like a Libor Dilgo is making me do it. But no, it's just <laughs> me. So how many of the books do I have to read before I can before I can watch the show, the first season? And um none because it's mixed together no that's why that's why she needs yeah. to read them i feel like you know you need to read all of them basically at least five of them i said yeah, I would say maybe i mean the first the show follows the plot more or less of the first book um and then the backstories of six of clothes however it is better if you read them all because you'll understand a lot more um because a lot of the references are from other books yes they might have to read them all but it's very good books and you love them. So is it really going to be such a struggle or is this going to be a fun thing to do? I'm finally I'm not Rule of Wolves now. I'm so excited to finish Rule of Wolves. Uh, I'm not complaining okay. about reading them. I just wanted to know if it like would make sense to start watching the show okay. after the first book and then like wait for the second, the like read the second book before the second. Nah, well, okay. just read and all I'm of them. Yeah. For the plot of season one, Shadow and Bone, and for the characters, the crows, reach six of crows. Season two, you're going to have Nikolai, Tomar, and her twin brother. I keep forgetting his name. So you need to read uh, the second book of Shadow and Bone. But it is so good. You be, They're fast reads. They go by really fast. It does not take long. It's fast paced. Everything happens after each other. So yeah, it's quick paced. Uh, so Angie, send me that link and I will buy it for you right now. Right I, was now. Say, right I feel left out now because I'm not reading the books, but I did watch the show, so there's that. I'm like, <laughs> now we have favorite. I know people think the books. I have a favorite, but I have a favorite, and it's Matthias. I cannot say I don't love him. He is my baby, my man. That's valid. My favorite is Kaz. Um, Kaz is valid too. Yo, that one, I'm not going to spoil, but reading that book, I've never been so afraid of a 17-year-old in my entire life. I would read, and my book is like so far away from my face, because I'm afraid this character is going to jump out of the book and beat me up. I'm not even, I'm like reading like this. I don't want to be near him. I, I was that terrified. I was like, I was like, this is everybody's in love with him. I'm terrified. I'm dreading. Should I reach his chapters? I'm terrified. Oh yeah, so Marlon's boy Kazbrek scares me. I'm terrified of him, but in the best way. <laughs> I did actually. I didn't watch the show. I did watch the trailer, and but and I did look up like the characters with the with the actor, like the actress the, who play which characters, so that I have like the that, that my brain already puts the actress into the book, so that it doesn't get confusing in in the in the show. Because you know sometimes you have it that you read the book and then you see the people who play them and you're just like, nope, that doesn't work. And in this case, I can just like put them in my brain already. That's smart. That's good. Thinking ahead. I am. Um, I have a poster that's ever signed that says "Don't mess with Cass Becker on my wall. I just I love him so much. I did. I, I know he scared you, but I love reading his chat. I also I think I connected to him, which sounds awful because he. Well, this is not awful. It could be worse. I don't think I've met him yet. Cass is not someone you want to connect with. Let's be. Such a like the wedding people part, you know. <laughs> and she just spit you water on your land new computer. <laughs> it was the like where's all black. Like I wanted to be a magician as a kid. Like I love that. It was the you know awesome. the emo kid persona. No, yes. I just love I think I, I know I just love him so much. But I love, yeah. 
he's one of my favorite characters is like Kaz and then it's like everybody like everybody else I love equally there's no yeah, me too mine is Matthias then everyone else falls gradually after him yeah. especially like Jesper he's the king of my heart he carried the show on his back they did they did they did good when they just just wrote his lines because he carried it I find it kind of impressive. I've, I've listened to like two thirds of the book, and none of the characters you had, you just mentioned showed up so far. I think. And Shadow yeah, and Bone, they're not in there. Yeah, they're not in Shadow and Bone. Me not knowing in- all of these, I I know a lot of spoilers. <laughs> I'm gonna get into these books, and I'm gonna, I already know half what happens. <laughs> not in Shadow. Yeah, because it's like that. You're like, oh, Shadow and Bone, so I'm gonna meet the crows in Shadow and Bone. No, you don't. <laughs> it's very confusing. Yeah. Because they're not there. Which is why I'm telling you, you should read all of it. You know, at least five of them um, before I mean, you start I mean, the show. Or at least, yeah, after Six of Crows, I think you could watch the show. Stop after so Six how of many Crows. books are there? Book I thought it was a trilogy. Yeah, Six of Crows is a duology. And a duology. And then there's another duology, right? Um, oh, you oh, so don't you... have to read the other one because that's... Well, you do have to read it, but like after... You can watch the show. You don't have to read that before the show. Okay, so it's the... the the three Shadow and Bones books I need to read and then the, the two Sh- Six of Crow books. So it's okay. I will I will try to remember that and figure it out. Because the, I don't want to say the Six of Crows reference. They, well, they, they reference Alina a lot. They, they say her name a lot. But whatever happens doesn't really reflect what's going on in their own story. But it's in the same universe. It will help you understand their magic system a lot more if you read Shadow and Bone. Because going into it blindly in Six of Crows, you can have no idea what's going on. I already honestly had a bit of a trouble at the very beginning getting into the, all of it um, in Shadow and Bone because it's like they start talking about the Grisha and you're just like, what, what, what are they? Who, what? I mean, to be fair, you would do the same if you watched the show first because I feel like that was, I was like, what? Definitely, what's that's, that's on, not, so. it's, it's not a criticism of the book. It's just like, honestly, a good book is probably like that because if you, if the character explains everything, even though if it's written in the point of view of a character who would know all these things, then it just, it wouldn't make sense. So it, it, most good books, you start at the, the first few chapters, you're like, what's going on? Yeah, um, in the beginning of the book, I think the, so I started with Six of Crows, actually, at that first, and I haven't even finished that one, but I need to finish that shit. Um, but I Six of Crows, and I was confused, but at the beginning of the book, there was like a nice little guide that like explained everything, and with all the different things, and I'm like, thank you. So I was fine, a lot of people actually do start with Six of Crows. I would recommend starting with Shadow and Bone, but I do know that a lot of people have done it the opposite way, and it's they're still of the book series, so that's just- I read it. I read it in publication order. I can't do it any other way because I was like, I need to know Alina first because I knew that she was going to be about her. And then people said book two brings Nikolai. And I was like, he sounds fun. And then he's my new favorite. And then the third book, I don't even remember what happens in the third book of Shadow and Bone. I don't, I just zoomed past it. I read as fast as I could because I could get to Six of Crows, which was amazing. So it doesn't really, as long as you get there. I'll keep you updated on my progress, I guess. I like how we're slowly transitioning, you know, into Shadow and Bone. Like... (laughs) Every episode Shadow we mention and some of it, and then eventually content. we're gonna become there, like that podcast. You know, it's like a small, like slow transition into that. If you ever get to King of Scars, I finished that like two days ago. So much happened. I don't want to spoil it. So much happened, and nothing happened at the same time. And I'm like, I guess I read it, but I'm <laughs> I'm conflicted about the 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 content. Like the last few chapters is where everything happens, and it's very confusing. I love you guys. I, I'm so happy that y'all are also getting into it. Six of Crows is like one of my favorite things ever and then Tyler Casey was one of my favorite things ever and Leigh Bardugo is like one of my favorite authors also because she's one of the only ones that isn't like she hasn't had any like controversy you know like there's never been it's not like we find out cross your fingers but I mean like she's like generally like obviously J.K. Allen we all know even Nick Jordan has had like some issues but like she generally has not like she's just such a good person and I love her vibe so much she's like the golf on and it's so amazing and I love her anyway Sorry. So it's like one of my biggest hyperfixations. So I'm happy that y'all are also getting into it. Yeah, all the Shadow and Bone talk. I'm just rewatching the show. I was like, all right, we've, we've been talking about it so much. Might as well just rewatch. I, I think I'm going to episode yesterday. I'm trying to watch it again. <laughs> it's just so good. I love it. I'm curious to keep going. When you get to the crows, update us every chapter. I want to know the stream <laughs> of thoughts running through your head from the 
first chapter all the way to the last chapter because it is so fun. I'll, I'll try. <laughs> we'll see how, how but people on TikTok advertise the book. They're like, it's a fun adventure book. I'm like, the, the amount of trauma packed into those few pages slapped me in the face. I'm like, left and front. I'm like, people are like, oh, it's a cute romance, Kevin and Edge. They're so cute together. I'm like, first of all, first of all, let's not start there. That That's not how the book goes. It's just so crazy. I'm like, you guys are overlooking every other thing that happens in this book. It's traumatizing. The backstories are children. some of the best backstories, like, because uh, the fact that you have, like, this cast of different characters, basically, and then you find, you meet all of them, and then different, like, alternate perspectives, um, and then, like, you find all the backstories. It's so, it's so good. It's just very weird. Everyone's backstory just blows your mind. It's just so well thought out, so well written, and you're like, oh my god, it's just so good. It's great. Now, should we do Kate uh, the 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 favor and mention Matt Mur- 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 and Daredevil? Oh yeah, Kate's <laughs> uh, recent obsession is Matt Murdock, and I'm so happy for her because I've been loving Matt Murdock my whole life. <laughs> I'm so excited that she loves him too. But I'm like, how are we gonna like connect him like? to the podcast so we could just make a whole sub segment he's our favorite blind lawyer we love him so much in pop culture i don't know can you really have a favorite if there's only one that people know yeah you could hate him so he could not be your favorite (laughs) so did you guys watch it when like recently or when it came out I've Marvel watched stuff? the first few episodes. It's also one of these things. I want to watch it, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. Yeah, I've watched it. I watched, I watched the first it when season. I took a break off of college. Yeah, uh, I watched it's good f- for you to stop there. Right. I was going to say, I watched the first season. It was f- really good. Uh, my brothers got me into it. And then I think they watched, the second season came about and I started it, but like I did, I don't remember finishing it. So I think I stopped and then my brothers were like, yeah, you don't need to finish it. I was like, perfect. I don't need no, to finish it. The first too. season is the best. So I'm just going to stop it. <laughs> I didn't even watch I think there's a third season, season maybe. Mm-hmm, there is. It came out in 2019. The third, the third, the second season is like Matt is really annoying, which is granted he's stubborn, but it's really annoying. And then like you, you, you can't introduce Frank Castle. When I tell you Frank Castle owns my heart, I just love him so much. And his show, I did watch Barnes The Punisher. Yeah, like yeah. Gateway, Gateway. I, I didn't. Yes, I did watch Punisher. that show. Yeah. That's the one show I rewatch nonstop. Punisher and Hannibal. I'm bored. Punisher. I watched the whole first season. It's a great time. It's just so good. And season three, too much was happening in season three of Daredevil. And I, I don't, I don't want to get into it. But Matt, sometimes I say you should have just died. You, he should have just died. Like you should have just died. It's just spoiler. Now I know that he won't die because I didn't know that before. I was gonna say, he's, he's didn't you watch Spider-Man? Not kill him. <laughs> but we should probably be careful <laughs> about that because that's something. In it. People, it's been like three weeks, guys. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah it's been like two months basically. I'm hasn't like, been out yet because of COVID. Some countries haven't had it yet because their cinemas are still closed. Guys, it's amazing. Um, I don't know about that. I mean, I, I get people not going to the cinema, but I think it just opened everywhere. It was so big that I doubt there was a country. No, no, there, there are countries open, where it hasn't it started playing yet. Norway, for example. It just, it, it's not out in Norway yet. And some other countries as well, I just for sure know, know about Norway. It's just, they can't watch it yet. They should just watch it illegally. I'll send them the link. I know where it is, guys. You want to watch it? It's not HD, though. <laughs> Wait, Leila, can you send me the link? I haven't seen it yet. Yes, yes. I'm oh, sorry. Essie, we I'm should sorry. probably cut this part out of the podcast. Oh my god, I'm sorry, Essie. <laughs> no, I got extremely spoiled for it, but I haven't seen it in full. I was trying not to get spoiled, but when you have TikTok and Instagram and Tumblr... I was going to say, I don't even have TikTok. And yeah, I feel like that would have been hard. I mean, I blocked every thing every like tag stuff on like tumblr and yet i still found things you know and i'm like okay well all right <laughs> i actually i i actually i blocked all of that on my tumblr as well but i forgot to block it on the on the podcast tumblr so i kind of got spoiled by the podcast tumblr when i was checking on that and was just like scrolling two or three posts down and just like oh okay and at that point i was like that that that's a photoshop that's the photoshop and just pretend i didn't see it yeah i just live that life until <laughs> you get to see it I mean, it's, it's, uh, to me, to Marvel and anything about Shadow Mode, I'm like, it was good. It's an understatement, but it, it controls my life. It controls my life. I live and breathe those two things every day. You guys should watch Jessica Jones, which is more material-heavy, dark stuff, but I love Jessica Jones, too. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I never actually started really watching it, because like, if you watch Daredevil, then you have to watch all the other shows, and just like kind of daunting how many there are. Mm-hmm. 
No, you don't. I just watched Daredevil and The Punisher, and that was it. I didn't watch Jessica Jones or any other show. You do not need Better to watch anything else. I'm, I'm, I'm too much of a completionist to that for that. I'm afraid. Yeah, no, you do not. You, you just watch whatever it pleases you, and that's fine. You'll figure yeah. it out. But I still haven't watched WandaVision. I haven't watched The Falcon and the Winter Soldier either. I just watched Loki. I think that was the only one I watched of the shows. Girls, yeah. Loki was not fun. It was. Lucky wasn't, wasn't as good as I hoped. Oh, Lucky was great. I thought it was great. I haven't watched all of all the others, but I thought that was great. <laughs> WandaVision is oh. good. I feel like top tier WandaVision. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier felt more like formulaic. Like I knew what was going to happen and I enjoyed it anyway. Loki, I was excited for it. And then the last few episodes, I was like, I really liked Hawkeye. I didn't expect much from Hawkeye, but I really liked the show. Well, that show. Up until the last episode, it was amazing. I'm like, how are you going to bring in the I don't want to spoil it. How are you going to bring in this Yeah, we should probably stop talking about this yet. You just ruined it? How? How? Like, Daredevil, Daredevil was there, like, his whole entire career fighting this one man. And then he was going to, just just like that? Just like that? I was like, yeah, that's not the last we've seen of him. I don't know, we may have to flesh all this out. Yeah, we probably have to. Yeah, maybe we should just stop in general because otherwise we're going to manage to spoil even more things for even more properties. Maybe we should just call it a night. They should buy my silence. I will spoil until they pay me to be quiet. If you want to contact us, you can find us on Instagram and Tumblr as Julia and the Podcasters and on Twitter as JAT Podcasters. You can also email us at julieandthepodcasters at gmail.com or send us a voice message on Anchor. And of course, you can rate and review us on iTunes and any other podcast platforms that allow that. We would love to hear from you, no matter if it's questions, feedback, or your thoughts on a show in general or a specific episode. Oh, and by the way, I heard that Spotify also has reviews now. So you don't only, you can't only review us on iTunes. You can also re- re- review us on Spotify. And I cannot talk. I'm sorry. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your friends.